This is a BBP News election update. All right, looking at the primaries for this week, we just have one state to talk about, and that's Massachusetts. And we do have a governor's race as their current governor has reached their term limit. And for the Democratic primary, it was Maura Healey that won that. And on the Republican side, it was Jeff Deal going through. So we have Maura Healey and Jeff Deal going through to the final election day. In the House, there are no key races to talk about for Massachusetts. And in the Senate, there are no races to talk about either. This has been a BBP News election update. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here with me, and we are back for another Friday morning episode. Chris, start us off in the normal Friday morning fashion by giving us the weather headed into this weekend. In Los Angeles, California, it is mostly clear with a high of 90 degrees with a clear weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is clear 95 with a clear weekend. And in Chicago, Illinois, it is mostly cloudy 63 with a mostly cloudy weekend. In New York City, it is sunny and breezy with a high of 63 degrees and mostly cloudy weekend. All right. So before we get into anything, Chris, I do want to give an update uh, because as of this week's Eye on the Ball episode, there were two NFL scores that I didn't get a chance to mention uh, that I just want to go over. And so the first one was the game between the Titans and the Bills, and this one wasn't even close. It was pretty much over by the end of the first quarter. The Bills ended up swatting the Titans aside by a score of 41-7, to a correct prediction by yeah, they me. Did. It was insane. And then moving over to the Vikings versus the Eagles, and this was a comfortable win for the Eagles. The defense really showed up in this one, as well as Jalen Hurts and the offense. And this one finished by the final score of 24 to 7 in favor of the Eagles. What a game. And so those are my updates for the week so far. Um, Nick. Yeah. I, I'm a little disappointed in you. Why are you disappointed? Because, because you're talking about eye on the ball and you are completely overlooking the what I would say is probably the biggest sports news story of the week. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. All right. In your opinion, what's the biggest news story of the week? The Yankees game on Tuesday night. You know, this was an insane game. An absolutely History insane game. is being made here, Nick. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I completely agree. Judge, Aaron Judge, two home runs away from uh, beating Roger Maris's record of 61 home runs uh on pace for 66 on the season and this is just it's been incredible not only did he get his 60th home run last night but it was while we were down five in the ninth inning and we proceeded to win via a uh, Giancarlo Stanton grand slam in that same inning just what one of the best comebacks of the season that should have been like your topper for eye on the ball updates just saying not that i'm telling you how to do your job but i'm definitely telling you how to do your job oh i I definitely agree that it is a huge story and this is one that i'll probably go more in depth with on uh next tuesday's episode but you know just as a quick update i have no authority to say so but you better oh (laughs) what a game i just completely amazed harrison bader also quick mention had his Yankees debut after being traded over here in July. Has been out injured since then, but just made his you know just made his return and made his Yankees debut. 
was on fire. So I gotta love it. Well, we'll be looking forward to that Tuesday, Nick, with Eye on the Ball. Um, but we have quite a bit of news to get into for this yeah, Friday do. morning. We do. Um, starting off... ...that you do not have does not amount to the art of the deal. It's the art of the steal. The sweeping lawsuit Wednesday by New York Attorney General Letitia James accuses the former president and his children lying for more than a decade about his wealth and his company. Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system thereby cheating all of us. In a 288-page civil suit, New York Attorney General Letitia James said Trump inflated his value by billions, defrauded insurers and lenders in violation, violating state law and potentially federal law. Also, three participants in the lawsuits are three of the Trump children, Ivanka, Eric, and John Jr., plus two former executives. Experts say that this could eliminate his entire company in New York and could be a fatal blow to the company globally. Attorney General James says that he made wild claims about their key properties like Mar-a-Lago and the building in New York City. She pointed to his apartment high above in Trump Towers when he claimed it was 30,000 square feet when it was actually 11,000 square feet. He also valued it at $327 million, which James calls a lie. No apartment in New York City has ever sold for close to that amount. She is seeking to recover $250 million and is seeking a ban for him and his children from serving in a New York company for five years. The Fed chair raised interest rates once again on Wednesday, this time by 0.75 of a percentage point. This is the fifth interest rate hike of 2022, and the Fed chair is trying to battle record high inflation, but not slow it down too fast to start a recession. Now, President Biden on Sunday on 60 Minutes said that while he can't control the economy, he is confident that the Fed will be able to slow the economy, but not too fast, like Chris said, uh, slowing the economy down into a recession. So have you ever looked at nutrition labels on the back of the food? Is that label helpful to you? And are you able to tell how much fat, sugar, or salt it has? Does it help you make better food choices? There is a proposal to change food labels and put them on the front of food. This proposal may be front and center of President Biden's food and nutrition meeting next week. And nutrition advocates have been pushing the FDA to use their authority to establish a simple and mandatory front of package system for all packaging sold in the United States. They believe that widely available marketing of these processed foods and drinks has led to more diets that increase the cases of obesity, diabetes, and high blood pressure. They say this is happening because consumers at grocery stores do not have time to be detectives and search for a label on a package and figure this out. They believe that the U.S. should make labels very simple and clear on the front of the package like they do in several other countries. One popular example is like a traffic light system. Red means a high amount of a product, yellow means a medium amount, and green indicates a healthy amount of an ingredient. 
Some countries even have a grading system that grades foods on a scale from A to E. The nutrition facts labels that we know have not always been around and have not always been mandatory. It became mandatory in 1994 when Congress passed a law to help consumers. Advocates say that it is time for an upgrade, but the food industry says that there is inefficient data to prove that those labels help and the FDA would be overstepping and infringing on a First Amendment right. Remember that baby formula shortage we reported on in early June? Well, there is a new report out that investigated the FDA's response, and the report called it, quote, a perfect storm for a confluence of systematic vulnerabilities, end quote. The new report goes all the way to the original problem that shut down Abbott Nutrition earlier this year. The 10-page assessment highlights a bunch of areas where the FDA needs to improve on. We are talking about things like needs new modern technology, more staff training and equipment, updated emergency response procedures, and better understanding of the baby formula industry. The baby food shortage is not over at this time, but it is better than it was in June. But again, it's not back to normal just yet. The White House continues to import baby formula through the Fly Formula program, and the most recent trip through this program was just on September 2nd. The special master appointed to filter through the documents seized from Mar-a-Lago at the request of former President Trump pushed back on Team Trump during a hearing in New York Tuesday. Judge Raymond Deary demanded the Trump lawyers move quickly and provide more answers about whether the former president did or did not declassified documents marked top secret that were found in the Florida home last month. Judge Deary said you can't have your cake and eat it too. The former president and his lawyers have been claiming publicly that Trump declassified those documents. However, the only place where that argument counts is when it's made an illegal filing in federal court. So far, the Trump team has not done that and has said that they are not ready to make that claim in court yet. The special master isn't playing that game and wants an answer from the Trump lawyers. Judge Deary says that if he doesn't get it, he is going to take the DOJ's word for it that the documents are classified. A group of Republican-led attorney generals from several states, along with conservative groups and federal lawmakers, are laying the groundwork to challenge President Biden's executive action to cancel up to $10,000 or $20,000 a debt for those who have federal student loans. The opposition groups can't officially file the lawsuit until the Department of Education actually releases the application. That is expected to happen in early October, but when it happens, a judge could put a pause on the application process or even the forgiveness process right before the midterm elections. Now, we know this story impacts a lot of you, and of course, we are keeping an eye on it, and we are watching it very carefully. We got word this week that likely final fact-finding investigation hearing of the House Select January 6th committee will be held next Wednesday, September 28th at 1 p.m. So what does that mean? Well, according to the committee members, as a fact-finder investigation hearing is one like those we have already seen. We knew the committee has been working behind the scenes interviewing more witnesses and gathering more evidence since we last saw them at the end of July. 
After the, quote, fact-finding slash investigative hearings are over, there is talk that there could be one more hearing to release the findings of the committee and go through the recommendations that they are required to make. Getting into rapid news, a Kansas man is sentenced to nearly six years in prison for an illegal autopsy scheme. And a food scheme stole $250 million meant for children in low-income households in, quote, the largest pandemic fraud in the United States. Nick, what do you got for this Friday morning good news? All right, so for my good news story this morning it takes place in new york as a family was moving to a new home and soon after they ended up losing their cat lily and you know that doesn't sound like great news at all but i will tell you that after four days lily made her way home in miraculous fashion and the wonderful part about this too is that she was actually standing at the door uh looking right into the family's ring doorbell camera and meowing at it to be let in. It was absolutely amazing. Like I said, she had been lost for four days. The family had actually kind of given up hope that they were going to find her. But then sure enough, there she was just popped up on the doorstep meowing right at the camera. And we actually have audio for this. Oh, just incredible. That That's crazy that the cat knew, or I don't even, just rang the ring doorbell, and then it was all caught on the recording, and you can right. see it get up on there, push the button, and right into the camera goes, meow, and steps down, backs up, goes, meow. And then sits down and just keeps on meowing. You know what's hilarious is when you listen to the meow, you almost hear a little bit of sass. You know, just like, hey, I'm home. Yeah. Let me in. One of them, it almost sounds like mom. I don't know (laughs) why, but I hear mom. Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. Just, oh, God. Absolutely amazing. Cats just impress me, I swear, with the things that they're able to figure out. Yeah, right. Well, that is the end of this Friday morning news episode. We will be back here Sunday morning with a what to expect for the week of September 25th. Nick, I can't believe it. We're in our final week. Of Insane. September. Incredible how fast this year's moving. And then Monday, of course, another news episode. Tuesday, fourth episode of Eye on the Ball. Ooh. Wednesday, another idiot. Friday news. And Saturday, we will be back with Nick's monthly good news Saturday. So there's the recap of next week. Until then, have a great start to your weekend, everybody. Bye, guys.